Get with the time. All right, bro. Professionals 102. You know, hey, uh, let's get this started. Crows before hoes, aka Tyrone Crow, aka Crow's Nest, aka Father Feathers. You know, that's what my kids call me. Not really. Um, you know, you owe what you know. Let's get it started with the facts of the day. Um, stats of the day, facts of the day. My apologies. Christian McCaffrey, he is second. And total receptions in the last two years behind only, obviously, Michael Thomas. Uh, I'll give you a bonus wow. stat to the day. Yeah, that's some shit, ain't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, like, literally, in the last two years, he's the second in receptions like behind only Michael Thomas. So, if you're in auction leagues, pay up. If you can trade up for the first, get him. Um, in addition to that, uh, let's see, in eight games, Kareem Hunt had 37 receptions. That accumulates to 74 in a full season. Last year, he'd have been number six in running back receptions. So, uh, just throwing that out there. And that was his first year with the Browns. And it was midseason as well. So, uh, just put that in perspective. That the upside of Crink uh, Hunt and the possibilities of him taking away from the all-world talented Nick Chubb. As we're talking about... Uh... Running backs, this is Jason. Welcome back to episode number two, number one and two conjoined episode. Um, my stat is another running back stat. Alvin Kamara has caught 81 passes for three straight years. Exactly 81 pa- pa- catches. What's the likelihood that in next year he's going to catch another 81 receptions my over is 80 for his catches uh i see uh alvin Kamara over 80 for sure i mean obviously that's saying he could catch 81 but i say over 80 it was a down year he was hurt you know i had the uh i think it was an angle sprain i believe anybody correct me if i'm wrong but um his running back coach came out uh just this week and said he had multiple injuries throughout the season and that's a big reason why his numbers were down. Uh, I believe they said he had three injuries all at the same time, but yet he was still out there playing. Um, I agree. I think he will do better than uh, 80 catches. Um, now, let me play devil's advocate here. Oh, I think I think he will be under. I mean, we have Emmanuel Sanders added to the squad, and I think that uh, he's going to have a little more impact than uh, people think. I mean, granted, I think he's going to affect not only Alvin Kamara, but also Michael Thomas. Keep in mind, he did miss two games and still got those 81. Absolutely. So, we'll, we'll see. I mean, just give him like three or four. What the fuck? I mean. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, you know, Derrick Henry ain't catching that in he ain't caught that. Derrick Henry ain't cutting that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How, how did we get to Derrick Henry? <laughs> I, 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 I don't know how that happened. I'm just saying. I, I just don't I know. Derrick Henry kept, I doubt Derrick Henry's kept 81 passes in his career. In his career? In his career. Wow. And I, and somebody looked that up for me. I guarantee you, Alvin Kamara has caught year after year more catches than Derrick Henry's caught his whole entire career. Off top, I mean, I, I believe you. I didn't throw, let you throw college in there. Ah, man, that's... Hey, uh, I mean, that's, that's the guy. Hey. Bro, I am saying he is a NFL tight end. NFL tight end. I know you... I sent you the link on PFF. No, he, he was the he, he, number uh, three elusive he back. He... Oh, man. Derrick Henry has 57 pro receptions through four seasons. 57. I wouldn't be surprised if he <laughs> got close to that this year. Close to what? 57 catches this year. I'm he has saying a better it, chance of catching 57 STDs before he has 57 <laughs> balls. I'm just um, saying, balls. Um, I'm just he, saying. He has never surpassed 20 catches in a season. Okay. 18 I mean, is his most. I, I just, I think the Titans realize that their best bet is to get the ball into Derrick Henry's hand, A.J. Brown's hands, and Jonu Smith's hands. Those are three guys. Mo, how many, how many touchdowns does Derrick Henry have in this season? I have him statted out for 23, I believe. Jesus rushing Christ. touchdowns. Jesus. And then I'll add about <laughs> rushing. This is rushing touchdowns. Then I will add about three pass catching touchdowns. Oh, so this is having a fucking career. Clearly. Hey, hey, this is the same guy in the playoffs that got 
30 well, plus hey, touches I'm, I'm saying in like, the playoffs. All right, now one more question. Who's going to have more fantasy points, Lamar Jackson or Derrick Henry this season? Hmm. I mean, it's not oh, Lamar. It's fucking I mean, weird. Lamar That's Jackson. Fucking landslide. I mean, landslide I, I, I feel like Derrick Henry is this year's fantasy MVP. He will lead the league in rushing. Okay. That's not hard to believe. I mean, he was the number no, two I'm fantasy back I'm, last year. I'm giving him that. I'm giving him rushing yards. Okay, we'll we'll get into Derrick Henry later. We'll get more Derrick Henry later. More Derrick Henry later. Go ahead, now, Jason. Now, now moving on with uh, current news as we uh, dive into something not Derrick Henry related. Um, first, we're going to talk about the coronavirus because you can't talk about anything sports related or just in general without talking about the coronavirus, especially with uh, Dr. Fauci coming out today saying that there will not be NFL this season without a bubble. Now, whether that's true or not, it's probably too early to know, but um, that's definitely something, a uh, topic of discussion that will be talked about almost daily as we go through this offseason. And just in the last week with all the known coronavirus cases and uh, just looking at UT College had, I believe, 15 new cases just confirmed today. Um, I mean, it, it's there's there's a lot going on. It's it's going to be interesting. You saying the UT is like University of Texas? University of Texas. Damn. And now, now this scares me because the the cases are still steady at about twenty thousand um, new coronavirus coronavirus cases a day, and you know the report came out that five NFL teams have reported that their players have had coronavirus. So I think this. You know, the teams are going to expand when they do more testing of the players of having the coronavirus. And I, I fear that it may not be an NFL season. Um, I hope I hope there is an NFL season. I mean, baseball is canceled. Yeah, we ba- need those funds. Basketball, I mean, <laughs> I mean we're hoping. Yeah, no, <laughs> we, just, we need it's, it's, Just at least <laughs> give me football. Please I mean, me football. talking about the bubble, it's a lot easier to bubble a basketball team that brings about a dozen players down than a football team when you're bringing 50 plus, uh, depending on what they end up doing this season for the, the rosters and the practice squads. But uh, it's, it's almost impossible unless you run out a whole city basically and bubble a whole city, which is that was the word it, they were talking doable, about. but it would take a long time and a lot of effort um hopefully uh one, one thing that they're looking at is if we get some some uh i mean a cure but by then i mean there's possibility that enough vaccine could be ready by september it's unlikely but yeah. uh, i think that is almost the best bet for football returning than uh then putting going into a bubble and potentially a delayed start of the season until maybe october or something like that but Everything's on the table. They're going to do everything they can to get games. That's for sure. There's, too, there's a lot of money invested. Agreed. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll try to figure something out. I mean, that down, they got to have a season, man. Yeah, that, that's all we got. I mean, I understand people's safety and whatnot, but there's so much money riding on this from all the way from in-house, you know, as far as state to state, city to city, uh, for us, you know, clubhouse seats, season ticket holders to Vegas. And, uh, you know, and clearly we'll be in the, uh, you know, we'll touching, we'll be touching on, you know, your daily weekly bets and your season long prop bets. But uh, it's just so much in the fold. It's too much money to be made in football. Granted money isn't everything, but Fuck, I mean, I, I'd really it hope it. It is that. high up there on my list. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you that right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. I don't do shit for free, except unplease my wife. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, I see some news uh, here, you know, um, speaking of Vegas, I have a big, good, good idea that uh, one surprise slot receiver, I would take the over if you can find a prop bet on uh, Justin Jefferson for a... Uh, for over, the over on the receptions, um, the word from Gary Kubiak recently is the 17th uh, yesterday. Today's my birthday, by the way. Hey, hey. happy birthday. Let me throw that in there. Yeah, today <laughs> is my birthday, by the way. I almost forgot that shit. So I think he needs to take a shot for that. But That's what I'll take a shot, and <laughs> I won't be worth a fuck. 
10 minutes from now. But, like, you know, like, that's what happens. You become a dad, you know. But um, Gary Kubiak, he said uh, Justin Jefferson will move inside the slot quite a bit. Granted, they I think they'll be running uh, two tight end personnel. And Adam Thielen will be the number one guy. That's pretty fucking clear. Jefferson Jefferson's uh he's a pretty solid athlete at LSU. Yeah, I, I like Jefferson a lot. I mean, with uh, Stefan Diggs now in Buffalo, uh, Jefferson should be the clear number two. Uh, the biggest question here is how often are they going to throw the football? As last year they went to the run pretty heavy, and a lot of that may ride on Dalvin Cook's holdout. If if Cook holds out until the regular season starts, they may be forced to throw the football um, a lot more this year with Cousins than they than they did last year. So here's my, my bad. Sorry, guys. Like, here's my question. Like, this is what I'm wondering. Like, how strong, how much of a stronghold is your fucking holdout if everybody's in quarantine and there's, like, possibly no season? It doesn't hold much fucking leverage. Well, running back has more leverage. I, I wouldn't say leverage. Cook has a lot of leverage just because of yeah. uh, being Dalvin Cook and uh, mm-hmm. his performance of last season. Uh, leverage as a whole, it, it's very questionable. Uh, I mean, I think uh, there's going to be a lot of delays in players getting paid and just in general with the coronavirus. Um, we're already seeing some free agent signings that are delayed, and uh, we could see this Cook situation bleeding out for a while now um, as he tries to get his money. Because running backs, if they don't get their money early, they don't get it. Um, so, yeah, I think. I think sorry about that, Jason. Oh, I think I think that the Vikings. I mean, they. I think they're pretty confident. Confident in Alexander Madison, and when you look at the film, like sometimes I would need the commentator to tell me what, if it was Dalvin Cook or Madison because their running styles are very similar. Now I'm not. I'm not sure Madison's catching ability, um, but running styles. I believe that. You're not too far off. Next, we're going to move into Jamal Adams demanding a trade today from the Jets. Uh, We knew that their their situation has been rocky for some time. The question is, one, do the Jets look to actually trade him post-draft? I mean, it may have been easier to make a trade pre-draft where they could have gotten a high draft pick now any draft pick would be all the way into next season and um two if they do trade him where does he go they said the top eight contenders today were ravens cowboys texans chiefs eagles 49ers and the seahawks um that'd be dope as fuck first of all for all those teams goddamn if the ravens get him don't fucking pass the ball don't fucking pass the ball. There's no fucking way you can pass a goddamn ball. There's, they have uh, Jamal. They have um, was it Earl Thomas, Humphreys. Um, who else they got over there in the secondary? They're fucking stacked as shit in the secondary. Uh, don't pass the fucking ball. Cowboys, eh, whatever. You know you get paid if you wanna, you know you wanna go to the plantation. That's all good. But um, Ooh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, 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 it's all up. But um, no, no seriousness. Texans defense, uh, but Chiefs, you know, they got some playmakers. Absolutely. Eagles, mm, uh, Niners. You got a good front in front. You got a good front seven, and uh, you know, in front of you. And Seahawks, they are young and fast, but um. Uh, Jamal Adams is all world, and uh, I don't know. I love the LSU talent. My son is a big LSU fan, Ohio State fan. And Tyrone actually has an LSU I do have hoodie L- on. I right do now. have an LSU hoodie. <laughs> I, I, I am myself an LSU fan. Grew up a Michigan fan. I've grown to love LSU because I am a fan of upside. Everybody knows on this on this podcast. Anybody who knows me knows I love uh upside and talent i'm like infatuated with it i you know i get hard off that shit so like uh jamal adams per se he is one of the he's a lock for top three safeties in the nfl one of the guaranteed top three safeties if not the best safety in the nfl 
And if he goes to the fucking Ravens, you can cancel fucking Christmas if you're the AFC North, 100%. And same thing with the NFC West, you can cancel fucking Christmas if he goes to the Niners. Chiefs. Yeah, I mean his request is cool, but I I just don't know if yeah, these teams have what it takes to exactly. even get them. You know, yeah, the Jets would be asking for a shit ton because like if it's me, I'm asking for he's just by far their best player. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, it, it didn't come to say that. I mean, uh, he, he likes shit up. And speaking of, if he goes to the Niners, the Niners can use all the help they can get because of Debo Samuel's, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, he. Uh, what did he do? Suffer? He suffered a broken left foot during a workout. Yeah, that that was the the next uh, the next point is Debo out three to four months and looking to be on the reserve pup list to miss the first six games um, changes a lot of the outlook of the wide receivers because they were already shorthanded with a bunch of young players and definitely shorthanded now. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is possibly their WR1 at this time with with Bourne and Hurd um, mixing in. What do you guys think of Ayuk's draft status and our uh, – is, is there another wide receiver that's worth drafting now? I ain't fucking with the Niners. Um, yeah, I feel like, man. Kittle. I, I just want A.B. to get on the team. And this no seems like shit. a they need perfect AB. team perfect, for him to yeah. be on. It's legit. All right. that That's just my fantasy. But I know. don't know if Kyle <laughs> Shanahan would want to put with that shit. I mean, I, um, A.B., I hope he gets on the team. He's too fucking talented. Uh, top five wide receivers. Um, he could have been top five wide receivers all time. Right now, he's probably top ten, but he's still an extraordinary talent. I uh, if he would have went to the Niners, it'd be fucking insane. Uh, but right now, Kittle, to me, I already have him ranked as number one tight end, and this definitely fucking. I think this fucking locks him up. But granted, and it, this is a negative for him as well. You know, you can look at it as uh, he get more looks, but on the same note. He'll, um, that, that more attention, he, they might have to look away, you know, because, um, fuck, I mean, who you gonna worry about? You gonna worry about Dante Pettis? Goddamn. I mean, Kittle, granted, his breakout year, it was a breakout year, so maybe defenses weren't prepared for him, but, I mean, it was only him in his breakout year, and I feel like, you know, you can, you can scheme Kittle to the point where you can, uh, be successful. You know he can he can catch screen balls. You know he can he can go against your linebacker. So uh, he'll beat your linebacker. So I think Kittle will be fine, and I agree with uh, ranking him. I think he may be my number one with with this injury. Hey, number one is strong, but I could see that as well. I mean he's gonna get he's gonna get targets. He's probably gonna get double digit targets every single game, and. Um, I mean, on that offense, that's it's a good offense, and you get double-digit targets. You're going to get some some positive touchdowns and positive yardage. So I could see him as a, a tight end one or uh, or very close. Oh, he's a fucking locker. Uh, I, I mean, top three. Yeah, he's yeah, a lock. easy. Like, now, he's the, him and Ke- I mean, him and Kelsey obviously the locks, but he's like fucking like seriously like at the end of the season, he's locked. Now, D-Bell Samuels, where does that put him? to, I don't know, projection of when he will return, what week? Uh, if you're I mean, missing the first six early. weeks, I mean... No, three months? Yeah, three to four months. I He'll be on the pup list, and most likely, I mean, I don't I don't Ooh. think he's really draftable unless you're, it's one of your last picks to throw on your IR spot. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you can wait on him. Um, not even... I wouldn't do him in best ball. Uh, I wouldn't do them in fantasy leagues maybe you can pick them you can pick them up late in auction leagues fat budget dollar later on um same same goes for uh dynasty leagues i would not touch them unless you have a like super super freaking deep bench he's not draftable uh the next point is uh brandon brooks season long injury this week out for the season and he was the number one guard last year in the nfl uh, they've already had some issues in the last few seasons on the offensive line, and now they, they're already missing their top guard, the Eagles. Um, what's that going to do to the run game and uh, potentially their uh, season? 
I think the Eagles. Uh, I don't think Miles Sanders. I, I I don't move Miles Sanders. I think uh, keep him where he, where he's at because I feel like the Eagles are going to have to pass that ball, and I feel like Carson Wentz finally has the weapons that he's been needing for the longest. Uh, I mean, granted, Alshon, Alshon Jeffrey is fishy, but they, they've added receivers, and Deshaun Jackson is there. Um, and Carson Wentz had a good season for what he for what he had last year. And I think that I think that Miles Sanders will still be good. I, I'm a big fan of Miles Sanders. Um, I like the Penn State running backs. They are all, you know, they, they aim for the elusive one-cut backs. I'm a big fan of Miles Sanders. It's Kenyon Drake has to fucking shit on himself for not to go not to go ahead of Miles Sanders because uh, this is a big deal. Those guards, especially for those one cut guys and those pool guards, that's a big deal. Number one guard, uh, obviously he's arguably guaranteed to be your number one offensive lineman. You know, if he's number one guard in the NFL, he's your number one offensive lineman. That's a big deal. Uh, me myself. I would have to probably it'd be close between him and him and Drake. I got him as ninth and Drake as tenth, I believe. As well as oh, god damn. Nick Chubb. I don't know. Um I put him over Nick Chubb because obviously I gave you the Kareem Hunt stat earlier. But uh I hope nothing else happens to this fucking offensive line and they get healthy. The Eagles have the worst luck with injuries, dude. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that that last season, I I kind of felt bad for Carson Wentz and just the Eagles. Period. Um, Alshon went down. Deshaun Jackson had a brief, <laughs> a brief, uh, you know, like resurgence. Out, I, I don't know what what happened, but he was pretty good. But then he got hurt. Um, Traded that motherfucker in the green room. Right? <laughs> I I could barely name a wide receiver by the end of that season. That was that was on the field. I mean, it was it was rough. Yeah, they had to was. sign practice squatters just to fill up the roster. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, just a couple other real quick uh, news stories. Josh Gordon is filing for reinstatement for his fifteenth time. Sky's um, oh week. Sky's blue, <laughs> grass is green, ladies and gentlemen. Sky is blue, and grass is green. Oh uh, uh, do you think there will be a point where he doesn't get another chance, and do you, th- or do you think there will be a point where he doesn't need another chance? Um, my answer is probably no and no, but let's hope that he he can get through this season. Um. <laughs> I am uh honestly I am uh I'm a big advocate for second chances. At one point I was a piece of shit, but uh I, I evidently it turned my goddamn life around. He did. And Josh Gordon's still a piece of shit. So no, I don't give a fuck, man. I mean, I, goddamn fuck. Dude's had so many fucking second chances. What the fuck? We're on like on how many teams? <laughs> I mean, goddamn, it's like a goddamn feline. He's got nine lives, dude. What the fuck, man? Like he's about man. halfway through. No right shit. Now. Justin Blackman's like been gone. Like he's like, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I'll just be out the NFL and I'll just keep smoking my weed. I, or, I, I uh, who was the Oh, money, 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 Manziel. Yeah. God damn. I man. uh, I bought, bought buy and sell sports cards, and uh, Justin Blackman was was a guy I decided to I purchase a lot that. of cards on because <laughs> I was like, you know, he's got a shot at coming back. Nope. Only Josh Gordon <laughs> can yeah, come back Josh every Gordon. every well, every well, year. Well, well, Josh Gordon is a freak athlete. He won me a league one year, I believe, and. Uh, I can see why they would want to give him a second, third, fourth, fifth chance. Black, this guy Blackman is, was a freak too. You talking about his he was? You talking about his rookie year? He was. He, I, th- I think Josh Gordon had one and a half yards. good years. He that was fifteen hundred yards with that, and he missed I think two games. That was one year. Wasn't wasn't that, that was one like and a half he had? Fucking long. That was a long time ago, dude. Like he he slept. Hey, since I'm, I'm I'm I still remember, and I think <laughs> everybody else still 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 remembers. Dude, goddamn. Um, one other last uh, last quick news story is Lamar Jackson has a jet ski tumble, but is okay. I feel like this is a, a point we get almost once a season where there's a player that is hurt on a motorcycle, hurt on a jet ski, doing something. 
Should those players take more precautions or you're a 20 year old trying to live life? I mean, I could see both both sides. One, you, you should maybe take a little less risk, but on the other point, you only get one chance of life. So where, where do you go to the, with that? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, as, I mean, when you're in the moment, you don't realize what's going on. I mean, he's just having fun. You FBGM. Know? I, what does that stand for? Please tell me. <laughs> there we go. FBGM. Fuck bitches get money. There we go. FBGM, cuz. Hey, dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Look, I'm 32. I turned 32 today, goddammit. Look, I was, man, what? Hey, look, my wife don't want me making Lamar Jackson kind of money. My family wanted, what kids? What kids? Man, what Sound fuck like you them going kids? the future route, huh? I mean, I'm on a jet ski, cause I hope my kids hear this. Don't let me in for no money. I'm on a jet ski, me and Lamar, baby. I done twisted up and everything on my hair and shit. I'm out here with Lamar. No, I'm fucking around. Ashley, I love you. Right. <laughs> and with that note, we're gonna move on to running back rankings. All right, so we uh, we all ranked our running backs, and uh, we do have. Some discrepancies, but we have come with a consensus. And our consensus number one back is Christian McCaffrey. Um, I think it's pretty obvious here. I mean, this guy gets the volume. He has to be on the field for the team to win. I understand that they talk about um, scaling him back. But, I mean, I think once the season starts, I don't see them scaling him back too much. I mean, I, I'm not feeding too much into that. Even if he gets scaled back, um I still feel like he's a top three running back. Um, McCaffrey's a lock. I gave you this stat for him uh, being top. Was the top? Um, was the number one, number two in receptions in the last two years? Far as uh, rushing, oh, excuse me. Uh, I believe I had the stat. I uh, lost it, but I believe in the last two years. Damn! Don't quote me. I'm sorry. I'm. I drink on the podcast. He's <laughs> no, I, I it is your birthday, so one hundred percent. Next week will be my birthday too. I'll be drinking again. <laughs> so um, he's, I believe, I, I'm almost, I'm fucking certain that he's top five in rushing on the last two years. Is that right, Jason? Talking about McCaffrey. McCaffrey? Yeah, he's been top five in rushing yards. So we got a guy that's top five in rushing yards, top three. I mean, number two in receiving behind only the number one receiver who had a historic year. Um, McCaffrey is all world. He's something we've never seen before as far as in usage. I, I wish him the best, some favorite player, and uh, hope that he can continue doing so. Um, going on to number two, because McCaffrey is a consensus number one, I had Alvin Kamara. I really felt that he had an off year this last year, and uh, this is Drew Brees' last hurrah, most likely. He's going to do everything in his power to win every single game this year, and not like he does it in the in the past, but this is this is their year to win the Super Bowl or get as close as they can. So I, I think Kamara is going to bounce back for a huge year. I really think he may be the number two running back for this year. So Kamara is the number four on our consensus. And I skipped down to him, but he uh, Kamara, I feel like uh, he's fine. I just, just I just don't see the the difference between him and Austin Eckler. Hey, I said it. I mean, Austin Eckler is going to have a year where the disrespect. Hey, I I said it. I feel like they're going to get the same amount of touches, and Kamara he still has. Latavius Murray there, you know, goal line, goal line back there. The he's getting the first down touches. Who? Latavius Murray. That's cool. I mean, he's decent. He alright. He was. He had when Kamara was out. He was holding it down. Kamara is top top five. He's a lot top five playmaker running backs in the NFL. There's no question about it. He was taking top three last year. Uh, throughout a lot of leagues because of his playmaking ability and because of him being behind the number one offensive line in the NFL and because he's caught 81, 80 plus catches. 81 every year. Everyone every year, 80 plus catches every year. He is an outstanding talent. Um, uh, Austin Eckler 
is a he's a he's 1.5 uh james white in my opinion that's just my opinion he's pretty solid he can get the job done far as you know your third down back i think they had they drafted a running back and i think that uh justin jackson will play a role this year uh i have no problem with jason having an alvin Kamara so high i have um, maurice has talked alvin Kamara out of my top players unfortunately because he I mean, a running back that gives me 12 carries a game. I mean, I understand the catches, but I, I, I'm just, I just rather have a guy that can give me a lot more, which is why Zeke is our consensus too. Um, I feel like Zeke is going to have a better year than last year. I mean, you, you add CD Lamb, I think the offense is going to open up even more for the times where Amari Cooper wants to relax. Um, and I think this offense is going to be very explosive this year. So I think that's why we have Zeke as our number two consensus. It's going to be a pretty good year for him. Just so we run through our top five, just so a consensus, we have all of McCaffrey is one. Zeke is our consensus number two. Um, Saquon is number three, which is not a surprise as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kamara is number four. Last Going into last year, those four were thought of the top four, and they're mm-hmm. still thought of the top four. Um, one thing that will shock you guys is Maurice has Derrick Henry as his number one That's for this year. Yes, yeah, so let me, let me <laughs> talk on this guy. Let, let, me, let me talk you, on this guy. Heard, if you heard the last podcast, we I forewarned you about this Tennessee shit. He's like... I swear to God, he's got like got fucking Elvis posters in his goddamn room, and like he owns like property in Pigeon Forge, clearly because he's like Tennessee down. Swear to God. <laughs> now, let me talk about this guy. Now, Derrick Henry had a slow start the first half. He of did. The NFL he did. Season. No, he did. He did. I give you that. He, he had a slow start, and he still ended as the number two fancy back. Okay. Now check this out. In the playoffs, this guy was getting 30-plus touches besides the last playoff game. He got 19. But he was getting 30-plus touches. And this is when the money is on the line, the playoffs. And I feel like his trajectory, the the trend line is for him to still get at least 23 carries a game. That's what I have him statted at. That's fair. That's what I have him statted at. Last year, he was about 20 carries a game. Um, That's because, you know, the slow start. The wrong quarterback and this guy the sky's the limit he was on pff he was the number three uh, most elusive most elusive running back i mean this guy is just you can't tackle him he he you can't even catch him like this guy this guy is big and i mean he's the reason why he's number seven on my list and number five on our list opposed to the other guys is it's the catching I mean, when, when you're talking about half getting half-point PPR, getting an average of 15 catches a season, it, it just doesn't compare to these other guys that are getting... Kamara has probably had games where he's had 15 catches. So, <laughs> um, And McCaffrey averages almost 10 catches a game. So he, even if he's bulldozing through, he just can't get the points without... Unless, like you think, if he really does get 50 catches this season, then maybe he'd shock us all. But I, well, I just... I don't see much more than 20. Well, the thing is, one, they got rid of Deion Lewis. So they're supposed... They got Chris Thompson now, though. Very I mean, relatively the same guy. I mean, yeah. And they got Jay Gruden, who loves fucking Chris Thompson. Well, and they've got a thing going on. Oh, that, that's fine. But no, there's not too many running backs that are statted out to get 300-plus carries. Let's just Absolutely. be honest. No, I, I, that, <laughs> I mean, uh, and, and this is not... Uh, a fucking squad on Derrick Henry, you know, segment. Like, uh, Derrick Henry, he's, he's my number five, I believe. Yep, five. Yep. He's my number five uh, running back. Uh, that's only be t- uh, behind the top four that Jason named. Um, let's get it going. Um, one guy that we do have a small discrepancy on, B, and Maurice keeps pushing him down. My throat pause. Um... Awesome. Extra balls. God damn. <laughs> Aaron Jones is um, one of the individuals. 
My apologies for those. Uh, he's one of the individuals that uh, Maurice is pretty high on, and I am down on. Um, pause. He's he's a, he's a good, he's a good talent. Uh, I feel like he can give you like 50 catches. I feel like he's a poor man's Camaro. And with them drafting a running back, I'm not too out. And uh, yeah, with I was just gonna say with AJ Dillon being a second round draft pick for them. I think Dylan's going to get a lot of those touches this season. I do think they are going to focus on the run, but as long as Rodgers is on that team, it's still going to be a pass-first team. Um, I mean, they still have wide receiver talent. Everyone's saying that they don't have wide receiver talent, but they do. I mean, Adams is still there. They signed Funchess. I know Funchess was hurt last season. But, but, I mean, he, he does have the talent to be a true number two on that squad. And um, when I think of Funches, I think of Funyuns. Funyuns? <laughs> I think of Funyuns. So I think of like a funky, fucking shitty smell. I, I like Funyuns a little bit, though. I do like Funyuns, the, the chips. But yeah. when I think of Funches, I think of Funyuns. I like the skill. I get what Jason's saying, but the guy just can't catch. Like, I feel like I can guard him. He's like 6'6, six, 6'5, six, six, and 230. Like, You're I not mean, tall enough. I'm not telling him, but I feel like if I give him a little fight, he he'd give up on me. You know, he's. Yeah. But I I like Aaron Jones. I have him actually as number 16 on my list. I feel like there's just better talent, and it's not that he doesn't have talent. I just think game planning. Uh, he's just there, there's other players I like better. Um, I'm a big fan of Nick Chubb compared to you got you two. I know we we talked about Chubb may not get as quite as many touches, but he can break tackles when you're talking about Derrick Henry breaking tackles. Chubb, uh, he was breaking tackles almost to Henry's pace last year. And uh, I'm number five. Yeah. Wait, I, wait, wait. Before we go on Chubb, I, Jones, I'm high. I'm the highest on Jones. I have him ranked number nine. And Aaron Jones, he's top five receiver running backs for me. This guy can. This this guy can. Man, his route running ability is, is pretty. Yeah, it's it's pretty good, and That's his his running ability, his running ability is pretty good as well. Like this guy can chug. They don't Jamal Williams, he is not He's somebody I'm scared of. Right, Whoever they drafted, I'm not scared of. I'm, I'm gonna, well, AJ Dillon's AJ Dillon's better. I'm than Jamal not scared Williams, of this. Look, you got look, you got to prove yourself in the NFL for me. Absolutely. And I haven't seen anything. There's no preseason. So, yeah. Uh, ba- yeah. based on what I know now, Aaron Jones is number nine for me. He is, uh, man, he's he's one of my favorite running backs to watch, besides Derrick Henry. And to piggyback off Jason about the Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb is don't get it twisted. He is one of the best ball carriers. I think. Well, look at the offensive line upgrades. I mean, they oh, they're offensive line. It's just. It's, my thing is though the worry of Kareem Hunt. That's it. Literally, if there was no Kareem Hunt, he'd be a top three running back in the NFL. I, I think Hunt's going to be more of a third down back because I think that's more fits oh. his style. But I, I think Chubb with that the they may have a top five offensive line this year. Uh, I agree. I and, agree. And I think he's going to break more long runs. He's going to be the Dalvin Cook this year of, of Dalvin Cook's last year. That's my prediction. Now, they want to have both guys on the field, speaking of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And uh, we'll see if that happens this year, if they have both guys on the field. Because, I mean, that's one of their top players, those backs. And um, Kareem Hunt's been working out with the wideouts. And, you know, he wants to improve on on that aspect. Baker Mayfield needs all the talent on the field he he can have because man th- last year he didn't look good at all his, his when i was watching film on him him running out of pocket passing was horrible um and i think that having running the ball as much as they can would be beneficial to them nick chubb is probably one of the best non-popular running backs in the league um man, i agree the, the, the him breaking tackles and the breakout runs he would have it, it was it's, it's, it's just amazing he's stronger miles sanders going through our next five just so you uh 
Our next five consensus is number six, Joe Mixon. We all agreed that Mixon is going to have a pretty strong year with better quarterback play. Uh, number seven, Dalvin Cook. A lot of that depends on his holdout. I mean, if he doesn't play, obviously, or misses some games, he'll fall down this list pretty quickly. Uh, Chubb, consensus number eight. Josh Jacobs at number nine. Kenyon Drake at number 10. And just slide in the next couple. Eckler, how we've talked about a bunch. I'm really high on this year. I think he's going to get a lot more touches at number 11. And Aaron Jones at number 12, who we've also been discussing. Now... Joe Mixon had a great year last year, and um, I hope that they stick to what what they did last year as far as when they wanted to run the ball with Joe Mixon. But with you drafting a quarterback number one, they may try to pass more. I mean, they have the weapons to pass. You know, they have the quarterback to pass, and this offense could be explosive if it works. It looks they look very good on paper. Very good. Um, due to uh, the coaching and the lack of talent last year, the coach, coaching was outstanding for what it was worth. They lost a lot of close games to uh, to be as talentless as they, as they were. They had a lot of injuries going on. The defensive side of the ball was terrible. They have speed and athleticism, but they're not very good as far as disciplinary experience. Um, next year, I think their defense will still struggle a little bit. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. And they have a rookie quarterback. I love Joe Burrow, but he's still a rookie. And with that being said, he, I feel like Joe Mixon will just will be outstanding. They they lost their first round of last year due to injury. Uh, prior to the season, I think that um, Mixon will be hit the ground running. Honestly, he's too talented, dude. He's way not, too talented. He's top 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 five talented. These top five talents, and you got AJ Green coming back. All Cincinnati. I mean, he's just he'll go in the Raptors. One thing to make sure is he he did say he's holding out, so he that is a is that question. Mixon? Mixon's holding out as well, so if he doesn't get paid, he may miss some games too. Wow. Get paid, young hitter, get paid. <laughs> yeah. hey, do you I'll think play. Do you think Joe Burrow will have a better season fantasy wise than um, Colin Murray had? Yes, yeah. he had last year. Yes. Last year, yeah. Uh, I think so. His wide receiver talent Murray's is under, Murray's under four thousand and under six hundred rushing. Uh, so it's forty six hundred. Uh, Burrow's got way more talent around him. Yeah, he's got way more talent. His and wide Joe, receiver strength is strong. It's ridiculous. All right, Joe Mixon has a lot of talent around him compared to last year, where you have AJ Green not playing. You had John Ross. Boyd. Boy to be there. He'll he won't be and the number one receiver. They drafted uh T uh Higgins. Higgins, um, yeah. T yeah. Higgins. T Higgins. So they got T Higgins, you got John Ross. I mean, he's gotta be good at least one third of the time stone to him. God damn, they can't catch fucking cold butt naked in Alaska. <laughs> like he I mean, he's he's fast as all get out though. God damn. He needs to he needs to like what's that kid with the little giants the the black kid what the it was in the supermarket catching like rolls of toilet paper and shit he had glue on his hands that need that kid was John Ross he grew up to be John Ross <laughs> John Ross Jr. yeah that kid grew up to be John Ross yeah. <laughs> uh, going to a couple players that I picked higher and one is a is C E H Clyde Edwards Hilaire and. It's a big question mark on that Kansas City offense. Is he going to be the guy that plays three downs and and dominates touches there? Because if he does, he's a top 10 running back. And I've heard that he, some people are drafting him in the first round, which may be, may be pretty high. He, he may be a second, third round pick, but it's a lot of question on that offense. It's potentially the highest scoring offense in football. Um he could be he could be a star or he could be a bust. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean we don't we don't know how many touches he's going to get a game. It, it's it's agreed it's too early to tell. And especially one thing is with COVID going on, these teams and players they aren't they aren't meeting. Uh, so not getting that field time that you may get in the in other situations may uh, really affect you. Uh, another one real quick is James Connor. I think he's going to have a big bounce back year. I, I think with Big Ben returning, Connor coming back, Juju's going to have a bounce back year. I think this Pittsburgh offense, maybe they're not the offense that they were a couple years ago when AB was playing as well. 
but I think he's going to be back for a ton of receptions and his numbers are going to go way back up this season. Now I want to hit on uh, Clyde, Clyde Edwards. Um, I'm, I'm the lowest out of the, out of the two of us. Um, Jason has him ranked eight and Tyrone has him ranked 13th. I haven't ranked all the way down to 21 because I just don't know. And I just don't want to be in a situation where I have him. Um, and I, I get him early based on the potential and it's take, it takes a while for him to get there. I mean, Damian Williams looked good in the playoffs. I mean, granted, uh, he wasn't projected to be that good, you know. So, I mean, Kansas City spent a first-round pick, which I think is kind of sort of a second-round pick with it being the last pick. Um, so, I, I, I'll just have to wait to see, maybe see some preseason games, see maybe a report that Andy Reid said, yeah, this is our starter. But right now, I have him ranked as a guy that will take a while for him to get into the start lineup. Uh, I agree. Um, to an extent, he – I can understand that because uh, coming off Super Bowl win, uh, the only ones that had a success with him, they want to kind of smooth transition for this upcoming season due to the pandemic. We haven't they, – they haven't seen a lot of uh, CEH. So I understand that, but they took him in the first round. At the end of the day, There's where guys, did Trent Richardson go? You talking about the, the, what the Browns organization chart took him? Or you I'm about? I'm just saying that that uh, that kind of scarred me on um, um, first round running back. Yeah, I just I just have to see something that has. Trent Richardson is first of all Trent Richardson. Trent Richardson was a beast in college. He was. He played it behind the NFL offensive line in Alabama. God damn, it was open field, and he was like a fucking Olympic gold medalist, basically, in fucking the gym, like going to weights. Like that dude Hindsight is 2020. 100%. I'm, I'm pretty sure you drafted him, didn't you? I was big on Trent Richardson. Oh. He, but, the, but the same, in the same token, uh, Trent Richardson did have me fooled. He, uh, there was... Every now and then you get a Trent Richardson that comes along. He's got all the measurables, and but that that motherfucker couldn't <laughs> goddamn walk down the hallway without bumping into somebody. He like shit, like he yeah. can't, like no, no shit, like like literally, he couldn't got an old woman across the street without running her into traffic. Like, so that that's why I have to see, I have to I have to see it. I really don't pay for uh, rookie running backs. I'll, I'll miss the wave. I have no problem with Zeke, that. Zeke, league and rushing rookie here. Yeah, I, I missed that. I missed that. I, well, I can't remember where he got Saquon, drafted, but Saquon, I missed it. Saquon Barkley rookie here. Definitely missed that. Yeah, he's not those type of talents. Don't get me wrong. He's not those type of talents. Yeah, yeah a, a lot of uh, top-tier analysts predicted uh, him as the number four running back in this rookie class. So him going to the first round does not mean he's even the best in this draft alone. The, it, it, the biggest question mark is his offense gives him the highest upside of all these running backs i agree all right now rounding up just the the top 20 uh miles sanders at 13 chris carson who, who's gonna get a lot of touches this year number 14 as we talked about clyde edwards at number 15 connor at number 16 Le'Veon bell number 17 we all think he's gonna have a little bit of a bounce back Todd Gurley, a uh, big question mark on Todd Gurley, but at number 18, that's a pretty low on the list compared to the last few years of where he was pegged. Fournette, number 19, barely made his roster, but yet still averaged 4.3 yards per carry last season. And uh, David Johnson, who's a big question mark at number 20 on, I mean, no, no DeAndre Hopkins. It's a high-flying offense. Is he going to have a bounce-back year? Now he's another year removed from that horrid injury. Yeah, uh, I think he will. I mean, the, the the off. I think the receiving core has actually got better without DeAndre Hopkins. More balanced. Um, you don't have to. Agreed. Now, now I go back to when Matthew Stafford lost Calvin Johnson, and it wasn't just a I have to pass to Calvin Johnson. He had to, you know, spread the ball around. And you can see that now um, with Matthew Stafford. He has, you know, Kenny Galladay. He has Marvin Jones. He has Danny, Danny, Danny Amendola. 
So I think this may actually be a good thing for Deshaun Watson and hence uh, a better year for David Johnson, even though I think he's uh, a little slower than in the past when we drafted him as a number one running back. But um, looking, I'm looking at the rankings and I see the uh, Miles Sanders, our number 13 consensus ranking, and Tyrone is um, not as high as me and Jason um, with Miles Sanders. So I'm no, curious, I'm Tyrone. Miles Sanders. You are? What are you talking about? Did about? I skip one? Oh. Goddamn. You are? Tyrone's yeah. number nine. I'm fucking number nine. Miles Sanders is like legit. Hell yeah. Oh, okay. We were well, talking about David Johnson. Yeah. I'm high on David Johnson. Ty Gurley. Maurice is, he's goddamn the shots is catching up with his ass, I guess. Yeah, it's a little uh, blurry. Yeah, no. Please excuse me. Goddamn. I'm, I'm, I can drink all night. Goddamn. I'll be all right. But, um, no, Ty Gurley's, um, Tiger wait, wait, wait. Why are you high on Miles Sanders like that? Yeah, number nine. That's why I want. Yeah. Talent. All right. Talent. Situation. They didn't sign anybody. Uh, well, they tried, but they couldn't. So it is what it is. So how many touches running? How many? How many? Right, it's half PPR. We're not playing standard. We're not talking about standard. I'm eight, just saying, how many? What, what is this hipper. touch per game? We're going to call it half half PPR hipper because I'm not going to say HPPPR. Oh, God damn it. What is this touch per game outlook? You think? Um, I think he'll he's a lock for thirteen to fifteen touches. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean rushes, thirteen to fifteen t- rushes, and I'd say three to five catches. Three three catches a game is forty eight. That's fifty fucking catches. Mm-hmm. If he gets four, sixty four catches. That will that's a lock for a top ten, absolutely. Especially behind that offensive line, and he's an elusive guy in space. I I'm pretty high on him. They just lost their best guard though. They did. We just spoke on that. We yeah. just spoke on that. I I'm more worried about that in between tackles and goal lines and touchdowns for that. He's an in space guy. If they yeah. got those receivers now, those receivers got to be healthy to open up that field for him. Mm-hmm. Another guy I'm more I'm higher on you guys in is Todd Gurley. Ty Gurley, uh, I actually partied with Ty Gurley in Vegas. You know, Ty. Mm. Shout out to Ty, who doesn't remember me. But um, no, he's he's real cool dude. But uh, I, in all honestly, in all honesty, um, I expect Ty Gurley to get like fucking sixty catches. If Devontae Freeman could be a serviceable fucking uh, running back too, Ty Gurley, he moonwalk, he'll moonwalk that. I think they'll have double digit uh, touchdowns. Not, I don't know what the, what the rushing and receiving outlook will be. I think the offensive line will be better. They had some injuries last year. Uh, everybody did, obviously, but um, they don't have much of a run game. Tiger is not the ball carrier he once was uh, due to arthritis and his knees. And um, I think that uh, Tiger will be still very solid and reliable. He didn't really miss miss any games. Like he had little hiccups, and they were trying to preserve him and stuff. But he he had no critical injuries, just soreness last year. So Devontae Freeman, he got about thirteen rushing attempts a game, uh, five targets a game. Do you expect that to go up for Ty Gurley? Yes. Okay, because I mean that Devontae Freeman, he only averaged on those uh, carries three point six yards. So I I. Think he should go up, but I don't remember the last time Atlanta had a good rushing offense. He's asked. Go ahead. I I agree with that. I mean, but they've got the uh, wide receiver talent to pull the defense out. They're not. They can't stack the box against Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. Um, who they just draft uh, wide receiver? I still like Russell Cage. I think Russell Cage, Cage. is pretty decent. Uh, I think we'll they see what Hurst can do. Wide receiver too. Hurst was a uh, first rounder, so let's, let's, let's see. Let's see what he can do. Yeah, I'm going to round up the the rest of our running backs. We've got 21 David Montgomery, followed by Melvin Gordon, Devin Singletary, Mostert, Mark Ingram, who we we knocked down with the Dobbins pick, um, DeAndre Swift, the rookie from Detroit, who could. Could get a lot of touches. Jonathan Taylor, who also could get a lot of touches against that in front of that really nice Colts offensive line. Cam Akers, 
Ronald Jones, a, a big question mark. He's kind of struggled over the last few years, but with Tom Brady, it's a brand new offense. Uh, maybe he gets more touches. Uh, Darius Geis, Sonny Michelle, Kareem Hunt, who we talked about earlier, who if he gets the, the catches we're talking about, he'll probably fly up on this list. Jordan Howard, Philip Lindsay, Kishan, uh, Kishan Vaughn, um, James White, Madison, which also could change a lot depending on uh, what happens in uh, the holdout situation with Cook. Marlon Mack, Damian Williams, Daryl Henderson, who probably should be a little further up on this chart. Um, a lot of it depends on how utilized he is, but he should be the number one running back now that Gurley's gone and Dobbins, who we mentioned earlier. So I want to speak on Cam Akers. Cam Akers, I love the idea of Cam Akers. Now, we do need to realize Todd Gurley was on, uh, he was a number one pick. Uh, this is the same team cam Akers is on and i feel i feel as though cam Akers is in a um if i was at all the running backs besides um you know being on the chiefs i would want to be on this team because he has the opportunity to be the pass catching back he has the opportunity to get the first second down workload on his team and the i, I i'm really high on him as a i have him as an rb2 um, rank number 20 I'm the highest and this I feel like he's way better than what any other running back they have on the Rams so I would be trying to get a lot of cam makers um do you feel like he's better than Ty Gurley not Ty Gurley the Ty Gurley last we year. had Ty Gurley last year oh definitely he's definitely better than Ty Gurley god damn you just said you, we haven't seen none of these rookies you're no, I, uh, I I I know what the Rams are doing. I feel like we are in. I, f I feel like I feel like I know the Rams. So I don't. I, I don't know who the fucking Rams are. Goddamn, like. Yeah. I, I like their talent uh, a little bit, but eh, I don't know what type of personnel they're gonna go through. Eleven, eleven man, twelve man. Goddamn. Well, I mean, they should uh, bring out the uh, two tight end sets. Seemed like that worked for them. And uh, run run the ball as much as they can, and I, I think I think they're gonna be way better than what, the, what they were last year. Uh, my favorite rookie uh, is the guy who um, failed in drafts, DeAndre Swift. I, I mean, far as talent goes, uh, you know. And with that being said, DeAndre Swift is the uh, is explosive talent. I think uh, he's uh, once in every couple years you don't want to say once every decade talent goddamn running backs pack up pack pop, pop up all the time honestly so to say that somebody's once in a decade you don't have there's not many 6'3 235 adrian petersons who are cutting on a dime that's literally every once in every 20 25 years but the um no, overall, DeAndre Swift's my guy uh, as far as the rookies go. Kim Akers, he's pretty solid. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, I like him the most because he does remind me of a young Devontae Freeman. He cut on a dime. He had, uh, I believe, uh, almost 50 catches, around 50 catches at LSU, which is uh, pretty good. Small stature, low gravity, um, great balance as a ball carrier. Cam Acres kind of he run, he runs a little bit taller than what he is unnecessarily. He reminds me of a Donald Brown. Donald Brown, well, Donald Brown wasn't bad. Jason, yeah, right? He was yeah. he was okay for the Colts. He was respe respectable, and that's who Cam for Akers, a couple years. Yeah, Cam Acres kind of reminds me of a Donald Brown, a little leaner version, but uh, he's okay um, overall though. Uh, I. Cam, I mean, not Cam Akers. DeAndre Swift is my guy as far as rookies go, as far as talent. And uh, at some point uh, here soon, I uh, can't determine exactly when, but I have a uh, playmaker listing overall for, for overall playmakers ranked. And, you know, now that would be something I'll chime in on for just absolute playmakers. This is not, not line or offense around included. This is that person as an individual. So Swift gets more yard, gets more carries than uh, KJ. Yeah, Swift. I, I think so. I think so. Okay. I mean, we'll, we'll, oh yeah, definitely. 
Dobbins, there's uh, too much too much competition compared to Swift. Swift, there's virtually no. no he's, com- saying, he's, he's saying he's saying more than carry, carry on. Oh, carry on. Yeah, carry oh, on. Oh yeah, Johnson. I think so I think too. So. Johnson Johnson's never been what he should have been. I mean, he's he's underperformed every single year. He's uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if. He's number two before the season starts. Yeah. Well, I I I remember I traded for Carryon Johnson. He had a decent yeah, he, run. He's cool. He no, he did. He did. When you had him, he was on fire. You kept trying to put him off on me in the auction league. <laughs> um, but it was maybe a four week run. Yeah, exactly. It was like short lived. Like it was like they're trying to make a big deal of it. But Stafford, um, Stafford likes to push the ball. The other was too talented. I think Carryon can't stay healthy. Overall, um, I, I would really, I would love for DeAndre to go to the Dolphins. That'd have been awesome. To round out the rookies, Keyshawn Vaughn. We don't know. Uh, there, there's an unknown there. Ronald Jones. We gotta wait for some for some training camp to hit right there. And you have uh, Jason's beloved Jonathan Taylor and his beloved Marlon Mack. Go Colts. <laughs> um, we do not know on that behalf as well. Jonathan Taylor's. He is arguably, he's guaranteed a first or second day talent. Um, he's a great ball carrier. Very great. He's a very good ball carrier. A great offensive line on a team that yeah. likes to run the football. Marlon Mack can't stay healthy either to save his life. But he is good. Mar- I, I, I like Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack yeah, when game. he's on the field, he's, he performs. Yeah, he got game. But I just think the Colts got to run with the surefire things. So. Ooh, we don't know Taylor is uh, was rated the most athletic running back in the group. No shit. Yeah. Over Swift. Uh, I think he had the highest athletic score yeah, in the whole, out it? of all the rookie running backs. Spark test. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, Swift is damn. That that says a lot. Well, look at Taylor in college. I mean, he he Taylor was, was outstanding. Yeah, he was outstanding. Uh, a lot of a lot of podcasts breaking and, records and websites have him ranked. Um, Top thirty, me myself. Um, hey, yeah, I'm actually am the lowest. I'm 29th overall. Jason, of course, is the highest on him. 24th overall. Not by yeah, much. It's close. Yeah, it's not it's by tough. much. He's just tw- he's a consistent 27th overall. Him. Um, but yeah, as for the running backs, we're gonna have to close those up, those guys out. Um, we give them a hell of a and we'll uh, we'll be moving to wide receivers next week. Next week. Next week. Yeah, we'll touch that basis on some wide receivers. We got a lot more uh, electricity coming from the rookie wide receivers versus the rookie running backs. Rookie running backs, you know, situational mostly, and the rookie wide receivers you can pop on the scene at any moment. Um, There's a lot of top first round yeah, wide we receivers this Justin, year. We mentioned Justin Jefferson earlier, who uh, who's and I yuck. Yes, who's, uh, you know, so that's that. Uh, we'll try to bring you some more. I might give you a little preview from just to stir up some bullshit with my playmaking, top top five playmaking guys at each position just to fucking stir Maurice up. <laughs> but um, Jason's easing his way out of here. Is hey. Jason going to say hi to everybody? Have a good night. No, okay. See you next week. Yep, Jason's out. Goddamn. All right, but, um, um, uh, picked up the dog. <laughs> That's all good. We'll fix that. But um, no, uh, we appreciate all the listeners and um, from what will we have. And please like, share, submit, comment, and uh, share, download. One hundred percent. We uh, appreciate any support. Oh yeah. Any uh, friends, family, and those interested, just new listeners. Any new listeners, we can any listeners we can gain would be awesome. Um, hopefully next week we'll be able to get uh, we'll be able to get some wide receivers and tight ends. I think. Well, I, 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 wide receivers know. are deep. Wide receivers are deep, but and and I mean we we got through the running backs. Uh, we we I, raced I think through there. We raced through there, and I think the wide receivers we'll probably break it up more to get a little more in depth um, analysis on that. But uh, you know, enjoy this ride with us. You know, we want to make sure that. You know, you are aware of the players you're getting as far as fantasy draft. And, you know, we're going to hit you with some strategies later on. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we we all three have um, been really successful in fantasy. And it's been a long time coming for us to get this podcast started. But we are here and uh, we want you to enjoy the ride with us. Absolutely. Well, um, 
possible. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, like, uh, just to piggyback off what he said, um, it's a process. Hopefully, we have a season. If not, uh, goddamn, I'm gonna save my money. Like, me and Jason are sharing a fucking mic right now, goddamn. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, no. so like, yeah, if we, you know, I'm not I'm fucking like we, you know, we're not gonna be all in if the NFL season's not all in. But hopefully, they will be, and they'll be rolling, and we keep getting you guys content, and we got some player prop bets, bets that will come out through. Uh, yeah, we might sprinkle those in the next episode. That wouldn't be a bad idea, sprinkling those player prop bets uh, for the season. One bet was, um, excuse me, a preview was uh, Joe Burrow's like 3,800 yards over or under. I'm over. Over. Clearly yeah. fucking over. I think it was like minus like 110. So mm. that's easy money. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one was like uh, Brady over or under 30 touchdowns. Whew. Buccaneers, goddamn, Jameis. Yeah, he dude. should be over. Yeah, he should be over. But Jameis threw thirty, and he then threw twenty interceptions. Yeah, I think I think a lot of that with Jameson, he had to pay, play catch up, so he had they no defense, choice. They, they defense now. Their run defense is like at, like probably the best in the league. Now their secondary is still kind of shaky, but they'll be a lot. Their defense overall will be better. But we're gonna bring you some. Um, some options on that you know uh, each of us will bring you a little bit uh, you know of our insight as far as the prop bets for the season we got some podcasts coming down the line with previews and uh you know we got we got some stuff we got some stuff and creativity coming along with some uh, flavor sorry i wasn't i was pretty sober this episode everyone is really you sober oh yeah, I'm just the first over. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 mean, I was pretty dry this episode, I think. God damn. <laughs> yeah, I need to bring it up. I need to step my game up a little bit. Keep you guys interested for these two. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they balance me out, though. I appreciate them. Yeah, it looks like, uh, like you dozing off a little bit over there, but I, I can't no, tell. I'm sleepy. I'm ready, I'm ready for some ass. <laughs> hope my, hope my, hope my wife's ready for me when I come home. It's a birthday, hey, hey, baby. <laughs> hey, we out of here, professionals. Let's hey, yeah, professionals. Um, shout out to our wonderful, the you know, the man behind the curtain, the great and powerful all Oz DJ AI, aka Carlos Bates. You know, uh, we appreciate him and everything he does. He oh, bring, yeah. That's the man who brings the magic to you. We just the faces, and you know, he does all that behind the scenes. I appreciate everyone listening and all the support. Thank you all. Peace out. Peace.